welcome to Cody Cast. This is Cody Allen's podcast. That'd be great. And we're going to be on Facebook uh, live. live. You are always so happy. I'm, I'm actually not always, Granger. We should talk about it. Therapy time. Thank you. Granger was a little, let's be honest, Granger was a little late. Um, was was I? I? Well, I had to pee when I came in. I came in, I went straight to the bathroom. You should have come straight here, Granger. I should. We actually, when we started the Facebook Live, this is always interesting to me. When we started, it was like 30-something number of people, because you never know who's out there yeah. at one fifteen on a Tuesday Yeah, who's going to tune in. So yeah. we But went, then you post it, and it goes to a lot of people. But because of your tardiness today, we're down to 15. I oh, lost... Wait, up to, I'm sorry, 18. We got okay. 18 people. We're gaining it back. Okay, so we're... Uh, if you're watching now, thank you, and we appreciate that. Spread the word, will you, so we can have more people Where, watching. Who am I looking at that's Facebook Live? I think uh, either one of these cameras work. They both do. Okay. okay. Yep. Nice. Of course, got that. So I just, um, this is when you know you're getting a little aged. Okay. And you're not there yet, because I think, well, how, I don't know how old you are. How old are you? 38. No shit. Can yeah. I say shit on Facebook? <laughs> you're kidding me, right? No. Oh my well, God. I've known you. Think it. Do the math. I've known you a long, long time. Yeah. You were my first radio interview in my life, my whole life. It was you. I remember this. Yes. Back in Texas, um, and for people who don't know the story, um, I'll tell it and bore everyone on Facebook right now. <laughs> uh, but no, your dad was uh, such a cool guy, and I lived in Texas, and um, you know, we were looking for new Texas artists constantly, like, and yeah. we're really supporting a lot of the new Texas music that was coming out. And uh, back then, it would have been guys like uh, Pat Green or, um, you know, we played Robert O'Keefe, yeah. Jack Ingram. But Granger must have been, I was in my 20s, so you must have been a teenager. Yeah, it was like 1999. Yeah, and your dad would bring me your CDs <laughs> to the radio station because he, you know, was yeah. so supportive of your music. Yeah. And uh, he was just such a sweet guy. I remember him so, you know, perfectly. I see his face right now in my office. Um he passed away a few years ago. Yes, he did. Yeah, but great, great dude. Um, so, no, we have known each other for a long time, so I guess I should have put that together. But So we are we are closer in age, but I'll tell you this. You look so young. Well, so do you. So do you. I, 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 so I got peepers. I got readers now. Oh, Ranger. this is where this is all going. This is where it's going. Gotcha. So I had to go to the optometrist because I was having trouble seeing up close. So they told me, this, this people, my staff here, they said I look younger with these on. And I thought I could see that. Yeah. Okay. So tell me this. I hear that when it goes, it just—it's like you wake up one day and it's gone. Is that what's that? What happened? I have very, very good vision over my whole life. In fact, the optometrist was very complimentary. It's like so you have really good. You have great You're vision, right. great eyes. Uh, and I've been blessed my whole life to not have any problems until recently. And yeah, it was like a, a blurriness with my phone. Okay. And we're losing people. The more I talk about That's this, how I'm started. looking at the numbers. We're just deteriorating the crowd here, slowly but surely. <laughs> My point is, uh, Granger, that uh, we all get older, and it will happen to you. Uh, you'll feel that blariness at some point, maybe yes. in your 40s like me. Yes. Good luck with that. Thank you. Wow, th this has been so optimistic. <laughs> I can't believe you're 38. I really cannot. How but do you think I was eight years old when I, I don't first know. saw you? I guess. <laughs> I just don't think of you as being, and I don't think people think of me as being, uh, you know, the age that I am, which well, I you're all you're always so uplifting and happy, and you have a young spirit about you, and isn't that what really matters? And we both have amazing bodies still, <laughs> don't we? Like I've seen your Instagram, <laughs> we do. And in fact, Granger travels with 
guys, your whole band, like you must work out constantly, your band. Right? It's good, uh, not only physically, but uh, it makes you feel good. It makes you, if, if we feel good, we play good. If we play good, <laughs> then life is good and we're happy. So yeah. it's, a, it's definitely a trickle-down thing to go to the gym and try to eat healthy. We don't go crazy overboard with it. We try to keep it in moderation. Like I have a cheat day and I love to have a, a huge pizza or, or an awesome bacon cheeseburger. But yeah, uh, yeah we, we definitely think about it. All of us do. Uh, when it comes to free weights on the biceps, you're a 45, I'm guessing. You lift about 45 each arm. Is that about right? Are you a 50? No, no, I don't max. I don't uh, try to do a maximum weight on, mm. on a curls. I'm learning. Typically. Typically. But um, you, so how, what do you do, like 30 and you just like... Yeah, much, just do, you try, to do the, try to do the reps. Are we losing followers again? Uh, we're up. We're up right good, now. Good, good, good. Let's talk the more, more exercise, biceps. they more, love yeah. bicep talk. <laughs> <laughs> we're your bicep <laughs> news leader here on Facebook, ladies and gentlemen. People are loving this. But you know, I'm gonna, next time I go to the gym, I'm going to get that 15 go. <laughs> Cody said I could do it. <laughs> I feel like you'd be a 50. I feel like you yeah. Uh, all right, let's talk about the reason you're here, which is obviously brand new music out, but also a new book, too. Yes. Which you brought with you. Yeah, I'm, I brought I'm assuming one. that's what it is. I brought with this with me, yeah. Uh, it's called If Your City, If Your Country. <laughs> and this is to answer the worldwide uh, epidemic right now that's going mm -hmm. around where people aren't quite sure if they're city or country. Right. This just clears it up. To help you. us understand. It's a, it's a self-help guide. It's written by Earl Dibbles, Jr. Yes. Your, uh, what would you say? Your alter ego, alter lack ego. of a better term. Okay. Yes. So he wrote this book. What's is there a fine line between Earl and you? Or is I it think that has become uh, like your vision a little blurry over the years. <laughs> okay. That fine line between me and Earl is, is, is definitely. Uh, it used to be a, a really stark difference, but yeah. I've done it so long now yeah. that it's really easy to get into his voice. <laughs> What's the most before we get into the book? Because I want to like know if I'm city or country. By yeah, the way, we're gonna figure that out. Um, what's the since you're Granger and you're not Earl and Earl's really country? What's the countryest thing about Granger? Mm. <laughs> and then the cityest thing about Earl. Okay, okay, right. I'll, I can I can help. I can help you with that. Okay, I think uh, as Earl always says, country is in the heart, not in the closet. <laughs> and I grew up, as you know, in yeah. Dallas. Yeah, you know that's that's the like the cityest place in all of Texas. Right. Um, but it wasn't until I was getting older. I was a teenager. I would I would go and go out with dad, and would go deer hunting and fishing, and and started developing this huge love for the country. So now, uh, my wife and I, we live in the middle of nowhere. That's how we raise our children. Yeah. We have no neighbors around us, and and to me, that's also a place to hide out. I get to go home off of tour, yeah. and it's quiet. There's nothing but my fruit trees and the birds, and <laughs> it's it's it's. I love it now. I love that lifestyle. So really, where you live, growing up with you know sort of the country. Countryside, yes, literally, yes, is your, your the country's thing. So, what's Earl's like cityest thing? Would you say? Well, I I was thinking about this today. I, I was thinking, what does Earl really love about the city? And it, it finally occurred to me what he loves about the city. <laughs> okay. and should I ask him what he was so what he says what about would, this? Yeah, yeah, sure. Earl would say, the best thing about the city is when I look up, close my eyes, and I feel that blue sky above me, and I pretend like I'm in the country. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. That's, there you go. That's right. It's the best thing about the city for Earl Dibbles Jr. All right, you've got some pages marked there. I do. I have some of my favorites, and because okay. I was gonna, 
I was kind of thinking about you, Cody, and thinking about what you might sure what you might feel if you're here. Yeah, this is good. Okay. Okay. So basically, what this book is, it, you could pick it up, open it anywhere. There's not a beginning and an end. It's just every page is the left side says if your city and has a little scenario, and the right says if your country and has okay. a little scenario. And it's, yeah. and oh, okay. With colored pictures, you know, just Clever. in case. Right. So you could read the whole thing and then take the average of which one you choose. Right. So this is a good test for you. So when I say a word like apartment, mm. what do you think of when you think of apartment? I do think of city. The left page says if your city, an apartment, is one of the only places you could live. There's not many houses in the city, right? Right. <laughs> right. If your country, sometimes chewing tobacco is better mixed together. Apart wintergreen and apartment. Apartment. <laughs> Okay, I see. Okay, so I see how this works now. If you thought about uh, chewing tobacco, then that makes you more country. <laughs> That's right. It's like Mad Libs almost. It's like you <laughs> just go in bit, there yeah. and you create your own little scenario. Exactly. I like it. How long did you? How long have you been working on this book? <laughs> the, the, actually, writing this stuff was pretty quick. It would come, we'd come off the bus. We have this creative juices flowing. Mm-hmm. Couple beers. Write some jokes <laughs> here and there. Took a few months, but uh, drawing it. This was our, a buddy of mine named Patrick Beaterer. He wrote. He's from Chicago, as yeah. you can see the skyline of Chicago here on the front. That was his tribute <laughs> to his home city. Um, so he, it took him about eight, nine months. Because it took a long time yeah. to do all these illustrations. How fun. I mean, you're a creative guy. Is it only after alcohol that you're the most creative? Or is that... Is I don't it, think so. Coffee does it, too. Coffee, Coffee okay. does it, too, yeah. Uh, and you're beer guy when it comes to your if, alcohol of choice? You know, I'm a, uh, I'm a neat tequila guy. Okay. Let's just have a shot of tequila. Neat. Yeah. Tell me what that means. Yeah, because Nashville is so hipster okay. that uh, you can't say, I'll take a shot of whiskey. They say, do you want it neat or on the rocks? Oh, okay, got it. So, uh, so neat <laughs> is basically a redneck shot. Your kids are beautiful. You've got a beautiful family. Thank so you. let me get this right. So London is six, Lincoln's four, River is two. Yes. The coolest names available at the time when <laughs> they were born. Thank they were you. like, let's thank go with you. the coolest names we know at this moment. <laughs> London, Lincoln, and River. I mean, could it get any better than that? So London must be in school. Yes, she is. First grade. First grade. And, wow. uh, you know, this, this brings up a, a point about, about this life on tour. I had to miss her first day of first grade. Oh. And it's heartbreaking. Yeah, it's heartbreaking. Because she is just so into school. She's so. This is the biggest day of her whole life, <laughs> and uh, and I had to miss it to to be on tour, and uh, it's it's tough. It's it's the toughest part of what I do. How do you deal with that? Because uh, I think a lot of I, mean, I ask all kinds of artists this question. Yeah. There's a lot of uh, moms and dads out there who are dealing with life on the road and getting back to something normal. Yeah. You know, when they get back home for a Sunday or a Monday or whatever it is. And I guess you try to keep that normalcy, but uh, FaceTime helps. FaceTime helps tremendously. <laughs> yeah. uh, so d- my two oldest, six and four, they could both text because they have these little these little iPads. Yeah. And they I put an app on there that allows them to text. And so even though Lincoln, my four-year-old, he can't write, but he could text emojis back and forth. Oh, okay. and, and so we'd stay in communication all day that way. And your latest song is called You're In It, and it, uh, it's a love song, and Amber, your wife, is in the video with you. Yeah, so the song is, it's, um, it's a song about, we don't know what tomorrow might bring, we don't know what the future holds, 
but you know, I'm good as long as you're in it. That's the basic idea of the song. And so I was thinking about how do we make a music video along those lines? So we created this story where there's this guy and he's, he's going to lose the farm. Times are hard. And so he turns to robbing a bank to, <laughs> to try to, to pay for that. But, but midway through this decision, he realizes, you know what? None of this is worth all of this mess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When as long as I have her with me, then I could lose the farm and, and I would still be happy. Brilliant. Great concept. Is the station wagon yours? It's not. Okay. It's not. We, we rented it for that. <laughs> it was actually a station wagon from the show um, Walking Dead. Uh-huh. And, and so that was the little claim to fame to that station wagon. So take me inside Granger World uh, for a moment, if I can call it that. Granger Land. Um, <laughs> sure. Is, um, when you're on the road, like in Nashville right now, and obviously your home is in Texas, are you, is your bus here? Is your whole crew here? Or will you fly in and out to do things like this? So the, the bus is in Chicago. Okay. As we speak, um, I the buses stay gone. Being in Texas is tough for touring because the buses, it's hard to go back to Texas when you're, yeah. even if you have three days off and you're in the Midwest or, or on either coast. So the buses are in Chicago. That's kind of a typical stop. Mm-hmm. I will leave here after this interview, go to the airport, meet them in Chicago, and then we'll leave at midnight and go up to Michigan for some shows this weekend. Wow. And then when will you get back to Texas? So this time I will be back Sunday, which is awesome. If I could be gone for, you know, half a week, three quarters of a week and be back on Sunday, Mm -hmm. that's a a good week. You mentioned uh, alcohol and uh, caffeine. Um, Maybe not working together, but maybe. Sometimes. Yee Yee Energy, what is the secret ingredient in that? That's a drink that uh, it's not some company that came forward and said, hey, we want to sponsor you, slap your name on it. This is actually a drink that my brothers and I taste tested from the very beginning. We started from scratch. We had some people send some recipes. We Mm -hmm. said, too sweet, too tangy, adjust this. And so we're biased, but we we ended up with a drink that I really, really like. Okay, I need some samples of that too. I need the book. I need everything. We'll get you all the Yee Yee experience. I need all the Granger branded merchandise we can have in here. Yeah, absolutely. Fill these shelves. Okay, you got it. You got it. So does Earl, since he's a country guy, has he ever Ubered or lifted? He's, uh, he's actually, there's actually a piece of that in this book. Um, Uber is, uh, you know, for Earl, that's sitting in a deer blind about mid-December <laughs> when he forgot his jacket. Uber. <laughs> uh, does he like football? Does Earl? Earl almost, does. He likes football. football. He always roots for the country or team. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and how does he determine the country or team? Does it well, involve there's the a lot of things that, you know, for a country <laughs> team, you got to have a real country coach. Like Oklahoma State's got Mike Gundy. That's a real country name. You got Gun in your name. That's pretty country. Jimbo Fisher, he's the coach for Texas A&M Aggies. That's a real country name. Jimbo, I can't think of no country name. Dabo Sweeney, that's another real country name. See, all those country coaches are going to win some games. There you go. Love it. <laughs> There is like a weird weirdness with coaches' names right now. I feel like the SEC is, there is. filled with them. There is. Must champ in South Carolina. I mean, all these guys have like the yeah. most interesting names. Yeah. It's almost like a requirement anymore to be a coach. You think they're changing their names? Or I they, think they're changing are, their names. Are, are, are to people get, hiring coaches with weird names? I think they're switching their names to get the I think job. So too. You know who? You know who Earl despises in, oh, in college football? Who would that be? Urban Meyer. It has nothing to do with his coaching or who he is. I just don't like that name, Urban. I only like things that are rural. 
uh, you were on the this past season of The yes. Bachelorette, which is uh, awesome. What was that experience like? Take us sort of behind the scenes of it. it you know, people ask, hey, how, what's it like to perform when you're not the main attraction? And it, well, it's like playing a wedding, you know, <laughs> the, when the bride is the main attraction. Right. And it's a lot like that. It, we were, we had to wait for them to show up. So there's a lot of this anticipation, me sitting with a crowd, a little sold out crowd, a little little club in Utah. And we're waiting on them to come and time goes by. We find out they're outside making out in the street. Mm -hmm. So continue waiting, but As we're all ready do. to play the song. Yeah. And uh, they walk in and just like the bride's walking down the aisle, <laughs> we kick off the song and it was really cool. And remind me, Becca was out with who on that It night? was Garrett, who she ended Garrett, up, uh, she ended ended up, up hooking up with. Yeah. Did you watch the show? Outside I did, of I did. And um, I, I felt like it was a good choice when I talked to Garrett that night. Yeah. He said, this is the best night of my life. And... Not because we were there, but just because yep. of the the whole environment. And looking in his eyes, you could just tell he's serious. This guy was living life to the fullest at that moment, and it was pretty cool. I could tell also that he, he's like he loved her so much, and so you you love to see that happen at the end of the yeah. day. Now the other guy, Blake, he got his heart broken, which was not fun to see. And Always watch happens though. So. Every time we, it's like we get so shocked by it, but yet we know it's coming. Yeah, it's gonna happen every. There's always gonna it's be set up that way. Heartbreak. Yeah, that's good TV. Dude, I cannot wait to see you on the Old Dominion tour. Yes, um, which those guys are incredible, as you they probably sure already are. know. Absolutely. Let me put my papers back on and see if there's any more questions I want to ask you. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's a that's a good old man Cody voice. One day I'm going to sit with you in about 20 years, God yes. willing. Yes. You're going to be an old man. I'm going to be an old man. That's going to be a good time. Where are papers? Yeah. Uh, good to see you, Granger. Always. You Thank too, you buddy. for the time. You're Appreciate welcome, buddy. Always good, good to see, see you, Cody. Thanks, y'all. Welcome to Cody Cast. This, this is, is Cody, Cody Allen's, Allen's podcast. podcast.